All topics covered here are for conversational purposes only and do not constitute financial advice. Please contact Mulcahy Co. to receive advice on all matters from one of our professionals. Welcome to the next episode of the FS360 podcast. Uh, you're here today with um, solo host Gavin Nash, usually Chris Mulcahy is with me. Uh, I am joined by um, a special guest from our Queensland office. For anyone that didn't know, Mulcahy Co. has expanded in the last few years and we've taken on a new office up in the sunny Sunshine Coast. And we're joined today by uh, Director of the Queensland office, Jody Thompson. G'day, Jody. G'day, Gav. Thanks for having me. That's great. Now, thanks for coming along. Um, we've got you uh, dialed in because we're still in sort of border lockdown. So um, I would have loved to have flown up to Queensland to do this podcast today, but yes, you know, unfortunately, I could have packed my uh, beach towel and togs, goggles, <laughs> come for a bit of a swim. But anyway, we'll have to do that. I'll have to make sure we book that in for um, after all the borders open up. So no, that's perfect. right. Yes, we'll welcome you up then. No, great. Well, thanks for thanks for jumping in today onto the podcast. Um, I am going to start by asking you to introduce yourself, um, your role at Mulcahy Co, and what the Sunshine Coast office of, offers clients. Well, thanks, Gaz. Yes, I'm as you mentioned, I'm the director of the Sunshine Coast office here at Mulcahy Co. Um, I'm also director of our bookkeeping offer, uh, offering, um, Evolve Online Bookkeeping. But up here at the Sunshine Coast office, um, we do still offer the um, full financial solution to individuals and businesses. So not just your tax advice, but, you know, we look after self-managed super funds, business advice, um, also financial planning, loans and and the bookkeeping. Great. So it's sort of a um, uh, focusing in on that idea of having a few services under one roof up there, same as the Ballarat office and also our Mildura office. Yeah, that's correct. Today's theme for the episode is about around your business advisory service. So can you exactly sort of explain to us what business advisory is? Yeah, business advisory service uh, encompasses any advice that would help your business grow and prosper. So it falls outside the normal scope of um, taxation advice that you'd get from a typical accountant. So we sort of see businesses as an enabler. The profit in your business enables you to achieve the lifestyle you desire. So this could be the ability to spend more time with your family. Um, it could be financial goals, such as building for your re- retirement or a particular lifestyle. So this business advisory is all around helping you improve that or, or to reach your goals. So the advice can be anything um, from in establishing your business with correct structure advice, licensing um, industry-specific advice all the way through your business life, so such as improving the business, and then until you get to the exit and how you can do that in the most um, advantageous way. So probably the most remote, rewarding is when we work with you to help you grow the business because you can really see some great results from that. So we work closely with you to analyse the business and put plans in place and activities that help you get your business where you want it to be. And it sounds like uh, the business advisory services is a series of regular catch-ups, Jody. Is, it, is that right? Yeah, ideally that's um, what we you know we get the great results with growing your business is that. So it can be one-off advice too with business advisory, but um, our most successful clients really do have what we call accountable me- accountability meetings, and that's a regular catch-up at least quarterly where um, where we work with you to grow the business. 
accountability, that sounds like a scary word for some small business owners <laughs> out there. Does that mean yes, you sort of uh, yeah, punish right. people if they haven't done what they should have done for the accountability meeting? <laughs> no, well, it's, it's not like that. It's not like we get the big whip out or anything like that. It's, we work with you. You've got um, business owners have a great knowledge of their business. So it's more of just taking the time out to look at the business, see how it's performing, what are the opportunities, what are the issues, and then we set some um, – you know, overall, there'll be some goals that have been set along the way of what we're wanting to achieve, but we'll break that down and say, what can we do in the next 90 days that will have an impact to get us towards those goals? So you're sort of breaking it down into bite-sized pieces and then putting that in place in that time, and then we reevaluate at the end of that quarter and then just sort of see what impact did it have? Was it positive? Was it negative? Um, you know, will we? do we need to tweak that? Do we continue what we're doing or no, that that didn't work. So it's sort of evaluating that. But it's a time out for the business and keeping, as you said, the business owner accountable because sometimes when you have to know you have to report to someone at the end of the quarter, you actually will put it into place because, you know, all of us have things that we want to do and suddenly a year goes by and we still haven't done them. So this is to help put, put everything in place when you really want to have them done. And I think there's really some um, bells ringing in the ears of some of the business owner listeners to this podcast because I think every small biz- small medium business owner is guilty of they're at the top of the tree. They don't need to worry about that. They've got staff that might sort of have to report to them about what they've achieved or yeah. a new project, but mm-hmm. no, they don't have to report to anyone. So I suppose in a way having someone external like you guys, I can see that would be a real benefit to those business owners. Keep them accountable, as yeah. you say. It does. It makes a big difference, definitely. And you see the results of that. And I, and I like the idea of keeping it as bite-sized chunks too because I think sometimes, no. um, I don't know, I'm guilty of it. I'll listen to podcasts and whatever and, you, you know, the, you've always got some – that's what an entrepreneur or a business owner is. They're, they're thinkers about the future. And sometimes you can future yeah. gaze too much and you're future gazing for something that's eight years away um, but you're mm. not actually doing the steps that – Get you to the get you to the result. So keeping it in quarterly or bi monthly or whatever it is chunks um, just sounds like a really achievable thing for a small business owner. Yeah, and a small business owner, you know, the time is a challenge often. So these um, it may not be that it's the business owner that needs to put everything in place. It might be delegated out to other team members, but sometimes it's just knowing that that needs to be done and who's who's actually going to be responsible for this and. Sometimes a business owner isn't the best person to do it. Someone else has, you know, more time or more better skills to do a particular task. And I can imagine there'd be a lot of business owners out there that think that growing your business is is working harder, you know, that uh, I'll take mm. on five hours more work a week and I'll make more money. And I think um, the idea of business advisor, I suppose, from what you're saying there, Jody, is no, 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 take a step back. Are you the right person to do it? Um, it's not growing your business isn't about you doing an extra 10 hours a week or an extra 15 hours a month. Yeah. That's not what it is. It's mm-hmm. about sustainable growth, which gives you maybe those other options to spend a bit of time with family or even if you haven't got a family, spend some time away from work on a pastime, playing some golf or surfing or whatever, just so yeah, that you're not definitely. completely consumed by your small business because that's what a lot of business owners are, aren't they? Consumed. Yeah, I mean, some clients we've had, their, one of their goals was that they could actually take a holiday. So they could set one, their goal was to set their business up so they can have a break. 
um, because I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of small business owners that would be listening to saying, oh, it's just really hard for me to get away. So what needs to be put into place to enable that to happen? And look, that might only be a week, might only be two weeks, you know. Um, I know I've got a few friends over the years that have been small business owners and they're a bit like, oh, I don't understand how people can get a month off. I just don't understand how you can do that because – and look, maybe you can't in, in your small business sometimes, but to get that week or that two weeks where you do get yeah. a break um, can be really important. I think this year in particular with the coronavirus um, has meant that there's a whole lot of people that haven't really had a holiday since March. So I think um, yeah, even time right. off since March, you know, so I think um, that's great that you can have goals set that aren't just about earning more money for the business or getting more clients in or whatever. They're about, well, mm. can I get a bit of balance happening? Yes, that's right. Perfect, Jody. So what kind of businesses would use tax um, business advisory, sorry, over the tax accounting or as well as the tax accounting? So what sort of businesses do you kind of, in which industries um, are people sort of utilising this service with you guys? Well, it's actually not really restrictive. It's all types of businesses and industries. So we've got, you know, mum and dad businesses or even, um, you know, a single director business, all the way up to larger family businesses and more corporate enterprises. So really all that you need to have is um, a desire to improve your situation or protect your situation. Um, So people are normally driven to something or driven away from something. So if you've got something that drives you, that, you know, enables, gives you passion to act. So that's really all that you need so that kind of could be anyone from a, you know, a sole trader, um, tradesman in, he, in his, his or her van, right up to someone that's, you know, might be a hotel um, operator or someone like that with 50 staff, that, style, that style of thing. That's right. And Jody, do you ever find that you're dealing, doing some business advisory with people, those bigger businesses that not only the business owner, but with some of the senior management as well, do they ever get involved in that side of it? Yes. Yes, they do. So, um, you know, we'll have, you know, maybe a team of people that are meeting for that quarterly meeting and then um, the, the managers will come along to that. And we've even had situations where we, we even mentor the next, you can call it generation of managers or people coming through the business that will be promoted in time. So just getting them ready for those positions. It's sort of, I suppose, in, in a lot of ways, it's planning um, bite-sized chunks and then um, enacting that that plan over a period of time. So that could be anyone from, as you say, from a small business owner to a large business owner and even some management in between. So sounds like it's yes, a pretty flexible service. It is. It's really tailored to you and your what you need you know, as, as a business and a business owner. Um, Jody, is one of the is one of the tough bits to to, when you're talking to clients about business advisory, is one of the tough bits to convince them that you are able to do this when you're, a, you know, originally tax accountants, I suppose. So do people look to their accountant for this kind of work? I know that business advisory can come in the form of a business coach, um, things like that for your business. So do, do you find that people kind of make that connection between business advisory and tax accounting? Uh, I think sometimes people don't realise that, um, you know, accountants can do this. I mean, it's not every accountant that's comfortable with it uh, because you do have those accountants that really just focus on tax. But um, at Mulcain Co, we we do this sort of thing every day. So we, I guess from our point of view, we do need to let people know that we can do that. So being proactive as we are, um, you know, talking to people about their business often, that's where you know, this is raised and how we sort of 
naturally sort of fall into doing this type of work with clients. And you've kind of got a bit of a speciality up there too, haven't you, Jodie? Yeah, we do have, I guess, in Queensland, we do have a lot of people in hospitality, restaurants, hotels, um, that, that industry too. Great. And do you find uh, that having a bit of a speciality in one area really helps the business advisory that you can give to a, a business owner? Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's not just that industry that we sort of specialise in, but using that as an example, it allows us to um, get to know um, industry leaders really well, industry bodies, um, because we're sort of in, we immerse ourselves a little bit more in those industries. And I can assume that um, that would be of great value to the client because, you know, they're out there trying to run their hospitality tourism business and um, to yes. have their, their, their tax accountant slash business advisor a bit more knowledgeable about, say, industry bodies in your area or whatever would be a real advantage. Yeah, definitely. We can keep them informed of things that are coming into place because we're, we're sort of a step ahead with what's coming out from that industry. Um we can also, advice can be quite specific to the industry, knowing that what they need to do or their requirements in those industries as well. So, um, and just having contacts, like if there's a client that's having um, some difficulty um, in a particular area, then at least we've got contacts that we can go and talk to that might be able to assist with that particular problem. I'd love to hear some success stories. Um, uh, without naming clients for our listeners, but just some yeah. uh, where business advisors really help them from go to woe. Um, probably, particularly with this uh, pandemic situation that's been happening the last sort of uh, nine months or so. Yeah, have you got any sort of success stories you can share with the listeners? Yeah, I've got probably a couple. One, the, probably the first one I'll give as an example is um, a good example because in this client's particular situation, we've gone through their whole business life cycle. So it's a really good one to sort of see, to show what can be done. Um, And then I can give you others like that, especially around COVID. But for the first example, um, the client that comes to mind is um, they started as a sole trader. So just, you know, a man in his van, if you could say that. Um, They did initially service the farming community with um, with their business. So we began meeting with him quarterly to help him grow the business because his goal was that he wanted to, you know, eventually provide employment um, and a stable income for his family and his extended family. So over time, this led to a development of um, like a 10-year business plan, so where that, what that sort of might look like. And um, the business, you know, grew from there and he brought, firstly, he brought his brother into the business. So there was at least two families in that that he um, was providing for. So um, with our quarterly meetings, we continue to work with him and his brother to grow the business. Um, but over time, um, the opportunities they had with their clients have changed and the farming in the area that they worked in dramatically reduced. Um, so that was a real risk to their business and they could see that the business was about to be affected dramatically and um, reduce in size. So that took a bit of work. We worked with them to look at other industries and opportunities that they could expand into. And they were great clients to work with because they put these, you know, what we came up with into um, the plans into action. So 
as a result, their business found a new life. Timing was good with the industries they went into. Um, they grew beyond what they dreamt of when they started and they could bring in other family members as well. Um, so, you know, nieces, nephews, you know, brothers, um, cousins, things like that as it, as it grew. And all those people were comfortably remunerated. So he achieved his original goal of providing employment and a stable income for the family. So, and we also helped with the next generation, you know, just mentoring them a little bit. So as they became managers, they knew what was required of them in those roles. So, Great. so ultimately a... that, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, Jodie, sorry. I was going to say that ultimately that sole trader business grew into, you know, a million-dollar business, um, which they eventually, they've now sold that business in the last recent years. So we helped them through all of that aspect too. So help with the negotiations of sale, you know, getting it ready for that and what needed to happen. So they were really happy with that outcome as well. So, um, and the main reason for that success is we reviewed, you know, it's, it's that accountability. We re- reviewed where the business was at with them. We made plans, we goals, and we decided what actions needed to be put into place each quarter to achieve those goals. So, um, that process was put in place with them and it worked. Nice one. And it probably, um, listening to that as a, as a longer term goals, uh, obviously mm. breaking that up into small, those bite-sized pieces um, would have been super important because, I mean, this, this, this person's trying to, to run his business and, and get enough clients through the door and get the work done and get it invoiced and whatever and get paid. Um, so he can't yeah. always keep his, his eye also on those on the future or the long-term future without those bite-sized chunks. So, um, yeah, that's great. And I can imagine, I can imagine the business sale itself too would have relied heavily on the, the accounting side and the, and the numbers, um, reporting to make sure that it was looking like a healthy business for the buyer. Yeah, it was. I mean, that, that whole process took over 10 years. Like we worked with that client on that quarterly basis and, you know, they went through everything that every other business owner goes through, you know, all those, times where you're worried and you're stressed about where, what's happening to your business or, you know, what opportunities were there. But they're in that because of that close relationship we had with them, they could take advantage of those opportunities and reduce those threats and risks that were, were there. So, yeah, it worked really, really well. Also interesting to hear that, yes, they did hit some stumbling blocks. It's not all um, plain sailing sometimes. You know, you've no. they hit that stumbling block where the – the farming um, business kind of retracted a little bit, so they had to sort of rethink things and re- refocus, um, you know, their services. So yeah, it's good to hear that not everything goes to plan. Sometimes you've got to sort of relook over plans and, and start some bits again, you know, if need be. And sometimes they're just external factors, which probably takes me on to the next question about: Have you got any examples of how the coronavirus um, pandemic has really affected some clients and how business advisory has helped get them through it? Yeah, so I I would use the example of the hospitality industry because obviously that industry was really hardly hit and, um, you know, with shutdowns and things. So um, our clients in those areas which, you know, pubs and restaurants, for example, our um, that we worked with on the business advice side, um, we because we had a lot of knowledge in the industry and a lot of contacts there too, we could actually be a step ahead of 
the talk about shutdowns and what that would mean. And also on the other end, as things were reopening here in Queensland, what um, what was happening there? We could say, well, there's a you know there's meetings coming up that weren't publicly um, sort of um, known, but we sort of would know a little bit about what might be on the agenda or what they were sort of throwing around, so that we could be a little bit more prepared with our clients, like um, let them know, work with them. So that worked really well. And also, you know, when the shutdown happened, because we you know, we're on the front foot, we could work with them around protecting the business, like keeping their cash safe, what they needed to do, um, how they could be in a good position, ready for reopening. Um, and as a result, um, they've had good um, performance coming out. So we don't have those clients, you know, in, say, JobKeeper anymore. So they, their revenue is coming um back up and it's improving really well. So they're really happy how they've come through this time with COVID with us really holding their hand through that process. Uh, it's great. It's a good example because I think everyone has realised Australia-wide that, that hospitality industry has been the hardest hit um, and along mm. with tourism maybe. So um, great yeah. that some of your business advisory clients have been able to – you've been able to help them through that. must give you a great amount of satisfaction, Jody. Yeah, it does actually. It it, um, it warms the heart actually to be able to see your clients um, that you've helped come through the other side and, you know, be in a position, you know, when COVID hit those days where you would be on the phone to business owners in tears about, you know, their business has gone overnight and that was really emotional times, you know, talking to people through and to get to the other side and it's just so lovely you know, to have clients thank you for the support and the advice that you gave them. And I can imagine too, um, there's been a, a few horror stories about businesses that didn't act fast enough, you know, with the COVID mm. situ- situation that, oh, no, we'll just continue to do this or we'll continue that. We won't pivot over there. We won't do that. Um, we'll be okay. And then it's really, really bitten them uh, on the way back. So mm. I think um, having you guys as external advisors would have been um, a big help to make sure that, you know, they acted fast enough to make sure these things were done and, um, you know, grants were applied for and um, yeah, all, well, all those right. sort of things. Yeah, it wasn't just protecting the business and getting it ready to reopen. It was the opportunities that were available. So being on the front foot up um, for that, there were some grants up here in Queensland that filled out very, very quickly and we knew, you know, we could have go to our clients and say, look, there's a grant that's going to be opening, you know, in a month's time. There's some, there's some money that's available. Let's get you ready for that. And then as soon as they open, we could put all of our clients' applications in and we've got them all in. So, you know, um, talking out in the community, there wasn't a lot of knowledge that these things were available to businesses because they weren't getting the same information from, say, their accountant or weren't um, in contact with, you know, that information. So, um, yeah, a lot of people were very thankful they could get some of those extra funds. And even just talking to their bank managers and putting in place and um, often our business owners, especially through COVID, were very flustered and, um, you know, it was hard to sort of think straight sometimes. But we could sort of take that and work with um, the business owner and the bank um, to get a um, a good outcome as well, and even throw in the mix there, you know, landlords and that sort of thing too, probably with yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we dealt with landlords, any every and any aspect you could imagine. 
in negotiating, um, you know, even suppliers, what, what did we need to do to um, put our client in the best position possible? So, yeah, we really got our, you know, rolled our sleeves up and got our hands dirty through that time. Um, but it was, it resulted in a great outcome. And I suppose that the benefit of being in a business advisory uh, engagement with with your team, Jody, is that um, you, you all, your team already had an in-depth knowledge of their business. So it wasn't like they were ringing yeah. up saying, well, look, I only see you once a year for my tax, but can you help all of a sudden because coronavirus has hit? Um, them being those business advisory clients um, with that in-depth knowledge of your team has probably helped them out quite a bit in that time. Yeah, look, I mean, at Mulcahy, we're, we're very, you know, I feel we're very proactive anyway. So even when COVID hit, even those clients that might, you know, not um, be as involved with us from a business advisory perspective, but we still look after them in other areas, we contacted all those clients to just to, um, you know, help as much as we could um, with what they needed to. So, again, they didn't miss out, which was great. So that's one of the things about um, Mulcahy Co that I'm proud of is our proactiveness in those areas. Because I know um, just uh, through, you know, contacts that I've gotten, people that you know that run businesses and, you know, the, there was so many uh, um, COVID-orientated grants or, you know, even JobKeeper had, what, seven different tests you could take to see if you're qualified or yes, not. So it was right. just um, – yes. it just became a minefield really fast and even jumping on the government websites didn't always help, help the business owner either and having that adv- advice yeah. close by would have been such a, a, a positive for a lot of those business owners. Yeah, I even had a, um, a client say to me um, – actually, it was earlier this week – that um, – that they felt very overwhelmed with um, everything that was, you know, available or that was happening through the government um, stimulus. And we sort of helped them and at, at one point they were really flustered and went, I just, it's just too hard. And we said, look, you know, you can do this, you're entitled to this, you need this um, to get you through, let us help you. And we did and that client actually you know, specifically called me just to say thank you. Um, without you, we wouldn't have been in this position. Um, thanks for helping us and and stepping us through um, all those grants and um, the job keeper and everything that they were entitled to. So it, it helped save their business quite a bit. I can imagine. Well, Jody, th- yes. thanks for um, giving us a really good snapshot of what business advisory is at Mulcane Co. What, how's the best way for someone to contact you, Jody, if they want to have a bit of a chat about if they're listening to this podcast and they think, gee, that's some, something I should be looking at. How do they, what's the best way to contact you in, in the Queensland office? Well, you've got um, Queensland office, all our details are on the, the webpage. So you can chat us through the webpage. You can call or email us um, and yeah, we were happy to talk to um, talk to any business owner or any any anyone um, to see how we can help. Um, and is there sort of a, an, a sort of a free initial chat or something like that that the guys can that a, a new client can take advantage of? Yes, we sure do. Um, we actually want to get to know you um, and your business, and also it gives the opportunity for the business owner to get to know us and see how we work. So there's no cost to that. Um, it's, it's just really chatting and getting to know each other um, and then we can let you know how we can help you in, you know, in your business from there.
great to have a snapshot of uh, one of the business services that we offer here um, at Mulcanco. I suppose I joined the group a couple of years ago and I think people got shocked that the group was offering marketing, for example, and oh, I thought they were just accountants. So I suppose you probably get that as well, that people think, oh, they're more than just an accounting firm. They, Like I know that you've got financial planning and lending in the office up there now as well. So there's lots of different bits and pieces that we can help businesses and individuals with. So no better place to do it than on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, Jody, thank you. We're going to move on to a couple of little things I've asked your assistance with today. Um, the first yes. one is our win of the week. So the win of the week um, is probably what I mentioned earlier is the phone call I got from the client um, this week who's in the tourism industry. So we've helped them through, um, you know, their applications for JobKeeper, grants um, and negotiations with their landlord on rent reductions. Um, and so that's all been successful, which is really, really good. So, um, yeah, tourism industry definitely been hit hard. This particular business relies on international and interstate tourists, which we obviously in here in Queensland um, don't have at this stage. So uh, just to get that, um, thanks from that client was very rewarding. And I can imagine, um, like every client, you know, that they, they may be great at their own business, but maybe not so good at the paperwork or applying for grants or whatever. So having that assistance there, no doubt, has been a big help to them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even just the negotiations with the landlord, they found that very overwhelming um, and didn't understand the legal jargon, if you could say. So just talking them through that, um, you know, in the client's were just really, you know, calmed her down and um, so she could look at things um, without blinkers on and, and to understand where the landlord was coming from and so she could also communicate looking at where their business was coming from and come to a mutually agreeable situation. Awesome. We love wins here at Mulcane Co. Jody. I love wins. Just wins are great. You know, you, you'd love yeah, to have excellent. wins every single day of the week and never have a loss. <laughs> we do. <laughs> That's great. Um, I am going to ask for your assistance too, Jody. just before we finish up for the podcast episode. Um, we've got a segment that we usually do with Chris, um, okay, called 22 Things We've Learned in 22 Years. Um, and I'm going to throw to you for um, something that you can share with the listeners. <laughs> Probably uh, one thing I can share that I've learned is to surround yourself with good people. So get good advice, such as what we've spoken about today with the accountability meetings, um, because that will um, put you in good speed to get you know in good information coming through, um, so you can make better business decisions. Um, and also having even your staff members. Um, in their roles, yes, just keep surrounding yourself with good people around you uh, and that will help you keep growing and being successful in what you do. Great. Surround yourself with good people. That's a great takeaway for something we've learned in our 22 years of business here at Mulcane Co. Thanks, Jodie. That's great. 
Um, no worries. Thanks, Gav. Thanks so much for your time. I know you've got to move on to another meeting with another business advisory client, most likely. But uh, thanks for your time today. Um, and I hope the listeners have got something um, out of that. Just for everyone listening, uh, remember we um, always do sort of an article based on the podcast episodes. So that'll be up on melkay.com.au news page. And also keep an eye on the socials and um, we can update you with the latest in business advisory. So thanks again from the Sunshine Coast office, Jody Thompson. Thanks, Jody. Thank you. You've been listening to the FS360 podcast brought to you by Mulcahy Co. Financial Security 360 is at the centre of what we do at Mulcahy Co. If you'd like to speak to one of our professionals about a range of individual and business needs, give us a call.